0: Investment someone puts into your stuff, the more likely they will make the next investment. This is the sunk cost bias. People are more likely to keep doing something the more they have already invested in doing it. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. fabulous way i can't say it enough work on your game the reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want most of you do that it's not because they're not willing to do the work most of you do a whole lot of that it's because they never ask themselves the third key question which is who do i need to be i wrote a book called the mirror of motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called the Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called Work on Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is I told you this one was coming, why writing still matters. Before we get into this, I remind everybody I send out a text every day. Guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point to start your day. Also, someone out every week does the same thing for your week. I call those daily and Monday motivations, respectively. You can get those by getting them to my text community for free. We'll tell you options as soon as you get in. My number is 305-384-6894. It is free to text me. Secondly, work on your game, University. That is the only place that I do any coaching. That is the main focus of what we do over here, by the way. If anybody wants to know, Dre. Now, what is the main thing that you have going on? Is the main thing you're focused on? What has your attention right now? The answer is work on your game university. That is where I do all of my direct coaching. That's the only place I do any mastermind. It's the only place anyone can work with me directly is inside of work on your game university. So uh, you want to learn more about the university, how you can work with me directly and have me as your coach. Just go to work on your game and make it really simple. You can go there and schedule a time to get on a call with us. It is free of charge to get on the call. We're looking for people who are top 2% performers and people who want to be in the top 2% of performers. That is where, again, you can find out everything free of charge to find out who you are for us and for you to find out what we're doing and what we can do and how it could possibly help you out. That is all at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. That link along with the numbers in my text down below in the description. That out the way, let's get into the topic, which is why writing still matters. Now, as I said yesterday, Many of you have hopped on the audio and video bandwagons. I'm talking, when I say many of you, I'm talking about creators. Those of you who are actually creating content and material out there, you create audio content through, say, podcasting, video content through short form videos, uh, YouTube shorts, YouTube videos, period. Some of you have video podcasts and things like that, just overall content creation. Most of it these days when new people are coming in and making some form of video and audio, right? However, I want to make sure that you understand there is still a ton of value in written material. And I don't mean written material, just that you consume that too, but also in the written material you create. And this value cannot be replicated nor outdone by what you do with audio or video. In other words, audio and video cannot replace the written word. And I'm going to explain why here today. I want you to listen closely to what I'm going to share, especially if you are a creator. If you are an influencer or you work in the intellectual property space, in other words, you sell your information, ideas, and insights, i.e. through books, coaching, consulting, speaking, being a thought leader, things like that, that's intellectual property. You work in that space, you need to listen very closely to what I'm going to share with you here today, because I'm going to tell you what writing can do for you and your business that an audio or video format material cannot and will never do. Yes, writing has a space and has a carved out space that, again, cannot be beaten. I'm going to tell you what that is and why it is here today. Point number one. Topic once again today is why writing still matters. Number one, writing requires more deep thought, along with reading. By the way, reading anything that's written requires more deep thought than it requires to listen to audio or to watch a video. And I'm saying that even to those of you who are listening to me right now. It takes more deep thought for you to read. If I was to take everything I'm talking about here today and put it into the written format, which I may do since the episode is literally called Why Writing Still Matters, but I'm recording it on audio and video, right? If I was to put this into written format, it would take more of your resources to read it than it will take for you right now to listen to or watch it. If I get every episode of this show, for example, transcribed word for word and put it together in a book, that book comes out to about 300 pages. Now, if I was to sit and write and that 300 pages, just to get it transcribed and all of that, that would take maybe about a day. If I was to just take every episode over the course of a month and every episode in a month, so not every episode ever, 300 pages, that would be like many more than 300 pages, but a month's worth of episodes. It would be about 300 pages, and I can have that entire transcript completed in about 24 hours not because I'm going to transcribe it. I can send it to some services that will do transcription, basically word for word transcription or AI transcription. That's like 80% accurate, 90% accurate, and it will be done and it'll be about 300 pages. Now, if I was to sit and write a book that came out to about 300 pages and one of my books, let's just say my book, Work on Your Game, which you can get at workonyourgamebook.com. That book is it's about 250 pages, but I left a lot of written material. I left a lot of material in the work on your game book, a lot of material got left on the cutting room floor because the publisher demanded that it be cut down some. That book's about 250 pages. Now, for me to write that book took a lot more time than one day. Now, the time between when I agreed to the deal and the time the book came out took over a year. It didn't take me a year to do the writing. It took me about the writing period for that book, right? work on your game, between the editing that the publishers wanted to do and my editor wanted to do and then the writing that I did myself, the writing alone took me about 30 days to write the words that ended up in the book work on your game then the cutting it down the editing and all of that i just took the parts that just me myself did i would say maybe about three months maybe about three months because there was a lot of revisions and stuff like that but if i was just writing a book now and i just wanted to get it out as quickly as possible and i'm just writing it and this is going to be high quality and done right i could have a book done if i don't do anything else i take everything else off my calendar and just focus on writing. I can have a book done in 10 days, 300 pages, 10 days. Now, it's still 10 times as much time as it would take for me to transcribe audio. That's the whole point that I'm bringing this up to say. It takes more resources to write than it takes to speak. It takes more resources to read than it takes to watch or listen. And the written word takes a lot more time to create. It takes a lot more thinking. And I'm using myself here. I'm just talking about putting out a book quickly. If I want to put it out quickly, but if I want to really take my time with a book, I could take a whole year writing a book. And many authors do. It takes a lot more thinking with the written word. It takes a lot more editing and it takes many more revisions. Uh, most of the material that I record for this show, I do it in one take. I do not go back and say, oh, well, cancel that. Delete the last two minutes. Let me say it all over again. That never happens. All right, my audio team who does edits these shows, they edit, but they don't have to like cut out parts and they take that part out when I said this and replace it with this. That never happens because I record these in one take. So I make their job easy. Not to say they don't do a job, but I do make their job easy. If I was to sit here and write a 300 page book, though, it would take a lot more than it takes me to say 300 pages worth of words. Everyone understand? Which is about a month's worth of material of this show. And it would take you a lot longer to read it than it would take you to listen to this for 30 minutes. So, 30 minutes to take you to listen to this episode, it would take you about, now I'd say it might take you a little bit longer than that to read if I was to take everything I said and put it into written word. The point being, folks. If you are investing, you are, not if, but you are investing more in your writing time when you write than you need to invest in your speaking time when you record a video or audio. On the other hand, your audience invests more time in having to read than they need to invest in listening to and watching your stuff. Now, let's talk about why that matters. Because if I was to, again, give you a 300-page book every month and say, read this, this is all my thoughts from the previous month as opposed to giving you a 20-minute episode of the show every day and say, here's my thoughts for the month. Again, it would only take you 20 minutes a day. If I gave you that 300-page book, how long would it take you to read a book that was 300 pages long? How many of you have ever read a book that was 300 pages long? And I'm talking about you actually read it with your eyes. I'm not talking about an audio book. Some of you have never read a book that was that long. How many people listen to this? I'm going to guess. How many of you have ever read a 300 page book with your eyes, meaning you actually looked at the words. So a physical book or a digital book, but you actually had to look at the words, not audio. 300 pages or more. How many of you ever read a 300 page book, not including audio? I would venture to guess. I would say maybe 25% or fewer of my audience has ever read a 300 page book. But many of you could listen to every episode of the show, which would again, come out to about a 300 page book if I transcribed every word. So it requires a much more of an investment for you to read than it does to listen. Now, again, the question is, why does that matter? Because sometimes I've even had times when I'm on uh, Instagram or Facebook and I'll take up all the space you can take to write a caption on Instagram. And on Instagram, by the way, I know this because I've done it many times. There's a limit to the number of characters you can have in a caption on Instagram. And the limit is two thousand two hundred characters. So if you have a caption that's longer than 2,200 characters, you'll get a little notation when you're writing out your caption that says your caption's too long. You got to cut some of this out in order to post it to Instagram. So you can't just write as long as you want to. Now, on Facebook could be any length you want. You can write a whole book on Facebook and they'll let you do it. But on Instagram, you cannot. And sometimes I'll fill up, I'll basically take up all the space. Let's say I write 2,100 characters for a caption on Instagram and someone will leave a comment on the post and they'll say, Man, I ain't reading all of that L.O.L. Like it's a joke. Like people joke about the fact that they don't want to do a whole bunch of reading. And now while I can cut them some slack and get them some grace because it is Instagram. So they're expecting to look at things and not necessarily read stuff. It is endemic also of the society that we're in, where a lot of people simply don't read. And I told you this three truths, harsh truths about human beings. People don't think people are lazy and people don't read. And you should do the opposite of these three things if you want to be different than the average person. And this investment of time that you are requiring of people when you do writing and you ask them to read what you said instead of listening to what you said, that investment of time. The reason this matters is because the more time that people invest with you, even on stuff that you're giving them for free, the more likely that they're going to go deeper into your world and the more. Bought in, they are into you, your message, and whatever it is that you're about, whatever it is that you're doing. This is proven and this is true. In other words, if you want to find out who really is into your stuff, ask them to devote 60 minutes to taking in your free message about your product or your program. A free message, but they got to take 60 minutes to listen to it or watch it, even if they're watching it, as opposed to giving them a 60 second TikTok video. The person who invests 60 minutes to watch the long form video is more likely to buy from you than the person who only took 60 seconds to watch your TikTok video. That's proven. Again, this is proven marketing stuff. The more time people invest with you, the more likely they are to take the next step with you. But if you look around on in the media world these days, specifically on social media, what do you see a lot of people doing and leaning towards? Short form content. Okay. Post another short video on YouTube. I just got an email from YouTube today that was talking about, they're basically promoting the concept of YouTube shorts. Make these little videos that are no more than 60 seconds that are basically clips of your longer form videos. And while they do say, Hey, you can use those clips to promote people to go watch the longer form video. A lot of people don't watch long videos. A lot of people just want to see the click. they want to see the quick, quick short thing, right? A lot of people just read the headline. They don't read the article. A lot of people listen to the soundbite that somebody comes out with, on Twitter or X, and they don't actually find out the details of the situation. They just go off of whatever it is that they heard without thinking about it. And this is how a lot of people think. And what did I tell you in episode 1025? The opportunity is always in opposites, folks. When everyone's going in the direction of doing shorter, shorter, shorter because they assume no one has a long enough attention span, listen, you can believe that if you want to, or you could choose not to believe it. It doesn't matter. Here's what's true. It's not about what you believe. Here's what's true. The more time people invest with you, the more. Deeply, they are willing to go into more investment with you. So sometimes you may see advertisements on this. When it comes to content creation, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. As a matter of fact, let me not get ahead of myself. When your audience puts more time into your stuff, and again, why this matters is because it brings them deeper into your world. This is it's a form of confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is what? Or it's also a sunk cost and you can call this a bias or a sunk cost, sometimes sunk cost fallacy when people do it to their detriment. But a sunk cost bias is when someone has already invested a fair amount of resources into a thing, they're more likely to stick with it simply because they have invested the resources into it. Now, again, that can be looked at from a negative angle. It can be looked at from a positive angle. If you get someone to spend 60 minutes consuming your thing, they're more likely to give you another 10 minutes for the next thing and another 15 for the next and another five for the next. But if all you ask them for with 60 seconds of their time, they are less likely to give you 10 minutes for the next step and 15 minutes for the next step because they aren't invested. They haven't invested yet. So everybody understand the paradox here? The paradox is everybody's looking for the short, quick thing because they think nobody's going to stick around long enough. The problem is if you want someone to go deeper into your world, the very thing you're asking them to do is stick around long. And here's the key point, folks. Everybody ain't going to stick around long. You don't need everybody to stick around long. You're looking for the right people to stick around long. And I'll give you an example of this that will make it make perfect sense. And you'll start noticing this once I point it out. So again, the more investment a person has made, the more likely they are to buy what you're selling. This is just how it works. Now, any of you who uses YouTube as a user, you don't even have to make videos. When you go on YouTube, I want you to notice next time you're watching videos on YouTube and the little advertisements come up on the videos because advertisements come up all the time when you're watching YouTube, right? Now, I want you to notice something. Here's what you should start catching. Sometimes there's an ad on YouTube that's only five seconds long and you can't even skip the ad. You have to watch the ad. There's no way of skipping it. You gotta let the whole five seconds go by. Like everybody has seen those before. And sometimes there are fifteen second ads, you gotta let them go, even thirty seconds. And there are ads that are thirty seconds that you can skip. Right? Everybody's seen those ads. Five seconds, fifteen seconds, thirty seconds. Everyone's seen a million of those ads to the point that you probably don't even remember most of them, right? But Next time ads come up when you're watching YouTube, don't immediately click away or immediately turn your brain off. I want you to notice the ad. and I want you to notice how long the advertisement is, because usually you can see it at the bottom of the screen. Right. It shows you how long it is. I want you to notice that there are some ads on YouTube that are 60 minutes long. There are some ads on YouTube that are 30 minute advertisements. And you have seen these before. You probably didn't notice them. You may have your mind may have just glossed over them automatically, mentally deleted them and you click the skip button to get past it to get back to whatever it was that you were watching. But next time you notice one of these 60 minute ads, I want you to ask yourself a question. You can actually ask yourself this question right now because these ads do exist. And I know people who make these ads, 30 minute ads, 60 minute ads, super long advertisements. Who the hell would sit and watch a 60 minute advertisement that they were not even looking for in the first place. So I'm clicking on a video. I want to watch some Kobe Bryant highlights from 2010. And a 60-minute advertisement comes on, interrupting my watching on the Kobe Bryant highlight. And what reason, what reason would I have to watch that 60-minute ad? The only reason I had to watch that 60-minute ad is because something in that ad is speaking directly to me and my needs and my desires at that moment to where I'm willing to invest 60 minutes in hearing what this person has to say. And also, this does not necessarily have to be through advertisements because somebody could have a 30-second ad and the only point of a 30-second ad is to get you to do what? click on something, put your email address in, and then they're going to send you to watch a 45-minute webinar, right? So they may not put their webinar in the ad, but they do use a short ad to get your attention to send you to something where they are going to ask you for 40 minutes of your time. And that time investment matters because that time investment increases the likelihood that you will make the next investment and the next investment and the next investment. And at one point, one of those investments is going to be financial. So this matters, people. Any of you who wants to sell more, you want to sell more of your products. You want to sell your products at a higher price. You want more serious people coming in to buy from you. What you need to do is start asking people for more of their time. You don't have to have the scarcity mindset of I got to be quick and it has to be short because nobody's going to pay attention if it's too long. The right people will pay attention no matter how long it is. How many of you have ever been in a relationship with another person Maybe you're still with this person, maybe not. But when you first got in that relationship, you spent ungodly amounts of time with that person to where you basically passed off on everything else that you were doing. You would stay up all night talking to this person. You would hang out for hours and hours on all day talking to this person. You would put off other things that you otherwise would have done so you could spend time with this individual because you were so interested in them and they interested in you that you both invested a lot of your time into each other when otherwise you would have been doing a whole bunch of other things. All of us have done that at times. I would guess most of you have done that. Why? Because that investment and then what did it lead to actually is a better question. That investment leads to more investment and more investment and more investment. I would bet that many of you who are in committed relationships right now, at the beginning of your relationship, you did that. And hopefully, maybe you still do a good amount of it. But at the beginning, you definitely did it. All right. This is how many relationships begin. They get nurtured at the beginning because of the big investment that both parties put into it at the beginning. And that makes it easier for the next step to happen and the next and the next. Everyone follow what I'm saying here? Now, again, we go back to this concept of someone watching a 60-minute advertisement or a short advertisement that leads you to come watch a 60-minute webinar or a 45-minute webinar. I have clicked on these ads and I have become customers of people who did exactly this. They had an ad. I even clicked on an ad as a matter of fact. I was DMing this guy actually just today, the day that I'm recording this on Instagram, and I'm waiting for him to write me back. And he didn't write me back. Uh, This person is based outside of the United States, so I know it's probably like four in the morning where they are based on the time that I'm recording. So he'll probably write me back tomorrow because I'm wrote him because I'm telling him I'm about to give him money. So I'm about to buy from him. And he had an ad on Instagram. Now, his ad on Instagram was not 60 Minutes. It actually wasn't even I don't even think it was a video. I think it was just a text. Not text, but uh, it was an image with text that said, "Will it said whatever it was, their proposition, whatever their proposition was. I clicked on the proposition because I liked the proposition. It spoke to a specific need that I had in the moment. And I went into a conversation with this person and there was a back and forth conversation we had in the DM and they sent me a link to go watch a video. All right, this is exactly what I'm saying. They sent me a link to watch the video. Guess how long the video was? The video was about 43 minutes long. And guess what? I watched the entire 43-minute video. You know why? Because it spoke to a specific thing that I was looking for. And because it had my attention and it spoke to a specific desire of mine, I don't care if the video had been an hour and 43 minutes. It could have been two hours. I would have watched it because I wanted what they were offering. Now, had I not been interested in what they were offering, I don't care if the video was 43 seconds. I would not have watched it because it wasn't speaking to my needs. So I'm giving you all some extremely important marketing game here if you're listening between the lines. If you're listening between the lines and I'm reading between the lines for you right now to tell you what it is, do not make short content just because you think people have short attention spans. That's not the reason why you make short content. I make short content too. I put out YouTube shorts. I put reels on Instagram. I put little short posts on Twitter. I send out a text message that's one line long every day. All right. The reason I do those things is not because I'm afraid that you won't give me more of your time. I do that because it's part of the marketing mix. In addition to doing those short things, guess what? I write articles. All right, how many of you are on my email list? All right, my articles aren't in one paragraph. All right, usually I ask you for some time to read those articles. I've written 33 books. All right, most of my books are gonna take you a little bit of time to read. You can't read them all in one day in one sitting. I do episodes of this show. I'm already 21 minutes into this episode right here and I'm still on point number one. Okay, so I want you all to understand that the investment of time, I'm asking you, I have a mix. All right, I got short stuff, I got medium stuff, I got long stuff. I have episodes on this very feed that are 40, 50 minutes long that maybe that wasn't the plan, but sometimes I get into something and I start talking and I keep going. And if you're not interested, that's completely fine. I'm not making this for the people who are not interested. I'm making it for the people who are. And that's the way that you need to be thinking about your marketing. And I'm talking about ads and videos here, but this is all about the concept of writing because writing and reading takes more time than watching. Everyone following where I'm at here. Okay. The 60-minute ad or 60-minute webinar is made for the person who needs what that ad or webinar is talking about. It's not made to get everybody to pay attention. And the person who asks for 60 minutes of time as opposed to 60 seconds, they don't have as much churn. In other words, they don't need to cycle through as many people in order to find their ideal person than the person who takes only 15 seconds. And they got to turn through a lot of people to find the right person because They're only asking people for a 15-second investment. But see, if you ask for a 15-second investment, you got to go through a lot of people to find the right one. But if you ask for an hour investment, you won't have to go through as many to find the right one because only certain types of people are even going to raise their hand to make that investment, let alone are they going to commit to it and follow through. In other words, the more time invested, the better chance someone's going to take the next step, whatever that may be. Writing, reading, they take more time than watching and listening. The average CEO, according to studies, reads 50 books per year. average person working at Taco Bell or Walmart, and there's no disrespecting anybody who works at Taco Bell or Walmart, but we're talking about the average person there. And if the shoe fits, then wear it. average person working at Taco Bell or Walmart watches 50 YouTube videos a day. Uh, which one do you want as your customer? And that 50 YouTube videos a day is not a stat. It's not an actual stat, but I'm being hyperbolic here to draw the parallel between the two. Which one do you want as your customer? The person working at Taco Bell watching YouTube all day or the person working as a CEO reading books all day? Who do you think can better afford to pay for your highest-priced product? Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee? Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals, that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it though, you don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick, packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now and you probably don't even know it, and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength, and this is all natural clean stuff but wait there's more when you take the leap and join the ag1 revolution right now you'll unlock an incredible offer you will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin d which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order plus you're going to receive five free ag1 travel packs which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning, you got to take all these different pills. You don't even know what they are. You can't remember what's what. You don't even know what the ingredients are on these things. Say goodbye to all of that and try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag onecom slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and start your journey to a healthier, happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why writing still matters. Number two. The written word has a longer tail and a longer shelf life than video and audio put together. This is another very important point for you content creators out there. The written word has a longer tail. I'll explain what that means in a moment. And a longer shelf life than video and audio put together. What is a long tail? A long tail in simple terms is how long a piece of material maintains its relevance after its completion and publication. Now, I'm just giving you that off the top definition, but let me see if I can find you a more dictionary based definition, a long tail. And because we're talking specifically in marketing and let's see, a long tail as a business strategy. So a long tail, a business strategy that allows companies to realize significant profits by selling low volumes of hard to find items to many customers instead of selling only large volumes of a reduced number of popular items. I don't really like that definition. It doesn't speak to exactly what I'm talking about here. Let me see if I can find a better definition here. And it says, let me see. I want to find a long tail in marketing specifically, because that's what we're talking about. long tail in business. Now, they're talking about the selling, but I want to know about long tail when it comes to marketing. And let me see if I can find that. Long tail theory explained. It says. Long tail in marketing refers to those offerings which are less in demand compared to the actual popular product of a specific category okay well you're kind of talking about the same thing so the long tail according to this there's a visual chart here that the popularity may be lower for a thing but because you are talking to a specific niche you basically have more longevity see popular things come and go pretty quickly that's the short tail the long tail is things that may not be as popular but they remain relevant for longer simply because they're harder to find and they don't have this burnout period. They don't like come and go, come and go, come and go. And one thing that I can speak to on this specific topic of the long tail is kind of content that I make right here on the show. Content that I make for the show is evergreen material. In other words, I'm not talking about current events here. And even when I do talk about a current event, most of the time, I talk about the current event and frame it around a bigger picture idea. So I may reference the current event, but my episodes are not about current events. Because if I talked about current events, let me tell you two things that would happen. Number one, I would probably get 10 times the attention and audience on each episode because every episode that came out would be specifically about something that happened yesterday. So everybody's talking about it. The problem is, or the challenge with making current event content is that you have to keep making it because as soon as you stop making it, Something that you talked about that was a current event six months ago, it means absolutely nothing today. Which means as soon as you stop talking about those current events, you're nobody. You're zero. That's it. That's what we call the short tail. The long tail is when you talk about something, I can give you an episode of this show that I did five years ago and it will be completely relevant now, even though I'm not even talking about that topic anymore. Or even though that episode came out five years ago, it's still completely relevant because it doesn't matter. All right. So let me go back. So we're and then 2700s right now. So let's see. Episode 1443, which was 1300 days ago. And what is that? Maybe four years back. The topic was results based business. Uh, day before that was does talent matter for success. The answer is yes. Before that was how to choose wisely. Before that was frameworks, mastering the skill of organizing your knowledge. Before that was the key to building relationships, time. Aren't we just talking about that right now? So when I tell you my content is evergreen, I'm giving you proof positive right here. Episode 1438, how to fall in love with learning. Episode 1437, how to turn your excuses into reasons. Episode 1436, keep the power in your own hands. Episode 1435, what you avoid shall persist. And I'll give you one more. Episode 1434, how to over deliver as a habit. Let me give you one more if you don't mind me over delivering. Episode 1433, stop taking everything so personally. So the whole point being, those episodes I recorded, again, 1300 days ago. It doesn't matter what day I recorded them. Because the message is evergreen. It doesn't go away. It's not a current event topic. So there's a long tail to that material. My material is all long tail material. It doesn't matter when you come across it, it's relevant. And we're going to talk about that more in point number three. So a piece of material, the long tail is about how long it can maintain its relevance after its completion and publication when we talk about content. So, for example, I can send you a link to a book that I wrote in 2019. You will buy it and read it and enjoy it and appreciate it today the same way. As if you had bought the book the day that it came out, even though I wrote the book and it came out four years ago, you might not even think about when it came out. You just want to read the book. But if I send you a link to some content that I made that came out four years ago, the first thing you might notice, and I do notice this with people that tend to skew in the younger age range. First thing they notice is when it came out and they may be less apt to consuming it because it is, quote, old, close quote. It's old because it came out six months ago. And when I was in the basketball space, I would get this often. Players would ask me, can you make a video on whatever topic? And I would say I did. I got this video right here from three years ago. Just watch this. Anything I say about the topic is covered in this video. And they would say, well, that's an old video. Can you make a new one? And this is something that, again, younger generations tend to just want the thing that is newer, whatever it happens to be, for whatever reason. So they just see it as no longer relevant simply because of when it came out. And that applies specifically to video and audio content. It comes and goes. Month after it comes out, for many people, they consider it no longer relevant simply because of when it came out. And people tend to put these labels on video and audio content. They do not do this with written content. With written material, we usually don't care when it came out. We just consume it because readers will always read. It doesn't matter when it came out. They just want to read something that is relevant to what they're interested in. A book could have come out 20 years ago or 50 years ago, but if the book is new to us, we value it and we appreciate it. But with content such as audio or video, we look at things in the exact opposite way. I don't know why this is, but it's true. So the point is, your written material has a longer shelf life than your video and audio material have, if you have any written material. Now, if you don't have any written material, now you're in a position of possibly in peril because your material is old as soon as you make it and you got to keep making it to stay in the game. And basically, you just jumped on a treadmill that you can't jump off of. So when it comes to written material, we look at things in the exact opposite way when it comes to the written word. Again, it's true. I don't know why, but it's true. And you won't be around forever to keep creating video and audio material, by the way, even though, I mean, technically you could hire somebody or put somebody in charge of putting out your stuff. Even after you're dead, they can still take your stuff and repurpose it and put it out. Technically, you could do that. But let's just assume, assuming that you don't create anything else, nothing else comes out of your stable after you're gone, your written word will maintain its relevance much longer than your video and audio word will. Again, don't know why, but it's true. One thing you could do, and on the heels of what we talked about with AI, is that you can get all your audio material, at least the stuff that the most important part is people hearing what you say. They don't need to see it. Use your audio material transcribed and edit it and you can make it into written material, but I would suggest you do that while you're alive so you can come up with your style, whatever that's gonna be, while you're still here and to do it the way that you wanna do it. So your written work can keep working for you without you doing anything. This is why books that were written decades ago are still relevant to this very day and still selling to this very day. Whereas videos that came out in 2010, for the most part are collecting digital dust. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them, no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs, by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three, today's topic, once again, why the written word still matters. We believe what we read and what we see on paper more than we believe any other format of communication. I'll prove it to you. We believe what we read and see on paper more than we believe any other format of communication. How many of you in the last six months have signed a contract, any type of contract? Was that contract an audio file? Somebody said something, you said something, and it was done. Was that contract a YouTube video? No and no. The contract that you sign is a written document that requires you to read it and put your signature on it. That written document is still the most trusted document that humans believe in. Human beings believe in what they can read on paper that is written on paper more than we believe any other format of communication. This is why when you get into any kind of business deal, there's a contract that you have to sign. It's not, let me pull out the camera. The person that you're dealing with doesn't say, let me pull out the camera and let's get a verbal contract on video. That doesn't happen. They don't say, let me pull out the microphone and let's get an, an audio contract recorded on the microphone. That doesn't happen either. What do they do? They pull out papers and they show you the papers. They say, I need you to put your initials here, put your initials here, here, and here, put your date right here, and put your signature right there and print your name right there underneath. Isn't that what happens? We believe what we see on paper more than we believe what we see on video. The United States Constitution It's not a YouTube video, it's written on paper. Any contracts you sign are written on paper. When you sign the lease, the place that you live right now, whether you, uh, an apartment, a condo, if you own the place, you had to sign papers, right? Did you have to sign those papers? You had to sign them. Papers, written word, you had to sign them. You have a mortgage, you had to sign for those documents. You had to sign those documents. When you file your taxes, it's through paper. You gotta put your signature on that and say, hey, I'm signing that this is all accurate and correct and complete. If somebody takes you to court and sues you, what do they have to do? Somebody has to come to you and hand you the paperwork that lets you know that you have been sued and now you got to appear in court. They don't send you a YouTube video. They don't send you a link. They got to hand it to you on paper. Anything that is official and final is on paper. Your birth certificate is a document written on paper. Your social security is written on paper. The founding documents of your business, those of you who own businesses, LLCs, corporations, etc., is on paper. If you own your car, you got paperwork that says you own that car. You own your house, there's paperwork that says that you own it. Now, you own a building, there's paperwork that says you own it. The most official documents are all on paper, not on video, not on Instagram, not on audio. If you want to be looked at as an official and serious individual who is to be taken seriously, then what you have to say and what you do, it needs to be in some form on paper, written down not spoken, not on audio, not on YouTube, needs to be on paper. And if you think about your own life, everything I'm saying here, you see it over and over and over again. How many of you have a job where there's a contract to your job? All right. Is your contract on YouTube? Was your contract on audio? No, you had to sign it with a pen, right? How many of you have ever been to court for whatever reason? Uh, Taxes, any type of court case, alimony? divorce, child support, any of that is paperwork that you get handed. They'll let you know what the deal is. You get pulled over by a police officer and you committed some type of moving violation, or at least the police officer has accused you of committing that violation. They write you a ticket. That ticket is not on YouTube. That ticket is a piece of paper that they hand to you and they make you sign to acknowledge that you got it. You leave your car at an expired parking meter, what do you get? A piece of paper that is written and lets you know that you committed a violation so that you can't say you didn't get it. It's written and it's put right underneath your windshield wiper so you can't act like you ain't see it. Every official communication is written. So those of you who love the videos and you love the audio and the Instagrams and all that, listen, I like that stuff too. But when I want to make sure I'm letting somebody know something official, it was on paper. We got to write it down. We got to sign this. Let's recap today's class, which is why the written word still matters. As I said yesterday, many people hop on the audio and video bandwagons and that's fine. Hop on that bandwagon. You should use it, but you should understand the value of the written word and why it still matters. Number one, writing requires more deep thought as does reading. It requires more of an investment from another person. And the more investment someone puts into your stuff, the more likely they will make the next investment. This is the sunk cost bias. People are more likely to keep doing something the more they have already invested in doing it. Number two, The written word has a much longer tail and longer shelf life than video and audio put together. In other words, a book that came out 50 years ago will still be relevant 50 years from now, whereas a video that came out five years ago or five months ago or five weeks ago can be looked at as old and outdated just because of the age of it. Books don't even care the age of it. We just want to know that it's relevant to us. Think about why that is. I don't know why it is. If somebody knows why, you should do an episode and explain it on your show. Number three, we believe what we read and what we see on paper more than we believe any other format of communication. Contracts are not on YouTube. They're not on audio contracts are on paper our documentation that is proof of something that any of you travel internationally and you need to go through customs when you go to or come from another country. What do they want to see? They want to see documentation. Documentation is not YouTube. Don't pull out your phone and show me the video. No. Show me the paperwork. Show me your passport, which is written down on paper. It's in a book. Notice the passport is a book. It's literally called a passport book. (laughs) Your visa right, your clearance papers, whatever it is you have, depending on where you're going or where you're coming from, It's all documentation and it's all on paper. You gotta get a stamp in that thing. Everybody notice this? So now that I'm pointing this out to you, you'll start noticing it and everything. The constitution, that the official documentation of this country is written on paper. Declaration of Independence, written on paper. Every contract you've ever been in, written on paper. None of this stuff is on YouTube, none of this stuff is on audio, it's not on a podcast. It's written down on paper. The written word is the most official form of communication. If you want to be official, you want to be professional. You want to be taken seriously. Your communication needs to be on paper. All that said, text me. So, you know, my text community, my number is 305-384-6894. And work on your game university the only place I do any coaching, only place you can reach me and have me coach you directly. Go to work on your game, That link is down below in the description. Work on your game. Dre All. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university I don't know if you noticed, but I drink a lot of water aside from the AG one I take every day and my protein shake. I drink 200 ounces of water every single day, which is a lot of water. So if you're like me and you're tired of dealing with plastic bottles and you're craving a better way to quench your thirst because you're tired of ingesting plastic that comes from drinking out of a plastic bottle, because that's what you're doing, by the way, if you didn't know, I want you to say hello to AquaTrue, the coolest reverse osmosis water purifier out there with AquaTrue. You can say goodbye to those plastic bottle woes because you know what happens when you get done with that bottle after you get done drinking plastic. It ends up in the ocean. It ends up in landfills. It just ends up hurting the environment. So how about we stop doing that? No more wasting money. No more environmental guilt. Just pure refreshing water whenever you want it. So you can sip on goodness without that plastic mess in the process. And guess what? As a special treat, you're going to get $100 off of any of Aqua True's awesome models. That's whether it's the Aqua True Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink or AquaTrue Carafe, you'll be sipping smartly and saving money. So think about this. No more lugging those heavy cases of bottled water. You ever see somebody walking around with an the, the elevator or going up the steps with a big case of bottled water? You don't need to do that anymore. You can stop drinking plastic because it's not good for you. No more worried about hitting chemicals that's in that plastic or in your tap water. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technique zaps away contaminants, giving you pure, Tasty hydration right there in the comfort of your own home. So, when you are ready to upgrade your drinking game, which you should be right now, based on what I just told you, head over to workonyourgamecom at, that's for Aqua True, slash at, and explore the Aqua True lineup. You're going to get $100 off any filter you decide to get involved with because great water should not cost an arm and a leg. That's workonyourgamecom at, workonyourgame.com. Slash A T. Quench your thirst, the Aqua True way, and enjoy the freedom of pure, refreshing water, hassle free. Get your Aqua True today.